there, I'm Thanos. Ambor is intended for listeners that have finished reading Worm and are passively familiar with Worm's many fanworks. Fanworks talked about during the show may be spoiled during discussion. And if you're going to listen anyway, ignoring this warning, you will be balanced. You've been warned. episode of Etchamisha's Bad Opinions and Reviews, also known as Mboard, your premier podcast on the internet that talks and deals with worm fan fiction. As always, I am your host, Misha. I am part-time rock star and all-around cool guy, Etch Jetty, also known as Etch. That's a, that's and my a co-host, but you know, up. that's... <laughs> and uh, today we are joined by a esteemed, our, our esteemed guest, uh, how do you want me to pronounce your name? Just... Elf, or do you want, like, Elfank or Eight? Like, what are Elf we looking for here? Elf is fine? All right. Elf! Get ready for that Elf on your shelf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, now the way to tell the people the time of year we're playing. <laughs> oh, that, this, this is going to date that. This, it's fine. Every episode, I, I feel like every episode, I say something that dates the episode super fucking hard. Because the release schedule is, like, maybe it's monthly? Maybe it's three months. We're not really sure. It's like my thick release schedule, you know? Oof. It's better than the potions and parahumans update rate. Uh, look, so look, let's, let's, do, let's do a bet. We'll, we'll time it. Uh, the next time I update, I need some space. You can update uh, potions and parahumans. God, that would imply a fucking right ever. Um, Fuck. <laughs> I'm All the right. worst. <laughs> let's get this show started. Have let's you, get it on the yeah. road. Even though we did record literally just last night, what have you been reading, Etch? I actually read uh, the latest chapter of Seer, the Worm SI, by our wonderful guest, Elf. But I don't want to get too much into it, because I assume we're going to be talking about Seer during the actual, like, Elf interview segment of the podcast. Yes, we will. So I I will hold back. I have a line on it. (laughs) Uh, Anything else? Is that it? Um, I woke up really late today. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I, okay, I can't say I woke up really late, because I woke up actually super early because I had to go to work, but mood. Yeah. Uh, Alright, and how about Elf? What have you been reading recently in the realm of worm fanfiction? I know you have, like, a crazy fast, like, consumption rate, so you probably have a lot of names here. Yeah, I'm... I'm there's a lot. I mean, a good name's been excellent. Y'all are stupid redux. Um... Wait, 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 wait. Y'all are stupid is the one where Taylor's Guzma, right? Yeah, the right? Guzma. Yes, yes, and the, rever- the rewrite is a lot better. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I never know how to pronounce the name. Just Siren? Just Siren is redoing it? Yeah, they they, uh, they rewrote it, um, started it, uh, let me check exactly when they started it, November, late November. Uh, oh, they wow. started, started reposting it, and... They, and it got rid of a lot of the issues that the original version had where it sounded racist <laughs> with Oof. like the speech and everything. But, um, oh, okay. Okay. So, so it's a lot more Pokemon and 
it's fun. <laughs> okay. I I actually didn't read the first Y'all Are Stupid. I read, like, the first two chapters. I was like, I don't know what's happening. And then I dipped because, uh, you know, rip. Yeah. I, I read the first Y'all Are Stupid um, pretty far. Uh, and then I like, started introducing characters from, like, the side Pokemon games as, like, spin-off, one-off jokes. And I'm like, oh, no, it's a multi-cross. <laughs> Well, and, I mean, and after that, I kind of, like, stopped just, checking on the updates. Oof. That's understandable. And uh, today, Stuart92 started a rewrite of Screw the Rules, I Have Escalation. Stuart92. Oh, my God. Stuart92 is on, like, the list of people who I vaguely wanted to interview. Stuart. Oh, wow. It's also called Screw the Rules, I Have Escalation Redux. Yep. They're both called I'm guess- Redux. They're both called Redux. I guess it's like, I don't know, planned? <laughs> Is it planned? I, I had no clue. I mean, well, children's monster game, children's card game, I don't know. <laughs> okay, a, okay, a skittering heart. That's why I know, Stuart. Yes. I, yeah. I'm fucking god-awful with names. Like, for the longest time, the only name I recognized in this entire fandom was Harbin. <laughs> and that's because I liked, like, everything they've ever put out. <laughs> <laughs> But like other than that, I, I knew I knew zero fucking names. Okay, a worthy contender, Jingly Jangles. I'll I'll say that. But Jingly Jangles doesn't really have a body of work so much as you know they have a really, really pretty resume. Mm. Fucking magnificent. You know they they made their impact on this fandom. They wrote Burn Up. They wrote Glass Maker. They wrote those wonderful, wonderful snips. And then they got the fuck out while the going was good. <laughs> so, you know, like, look, Jiggly Jangles, if the, you're out the, there, the post prop. that ends, uh, what's it called? Gregory? Uh, some story about Taylor being a dragon. Oh, Gregory, yeah. Uh, he, he comes in after four years of the story being dead or something. It's like, hey, this one's not coming back. Lock her up, boys. And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> it's just finger guns backstepping out the door <laughs> off into the night. <laughs> oh, definitely. That's. I, I don't think I actually noticed that one. Yeah, no, it, it, I don't, it was I don't think absolutely I fucking classic. Um, <laughs> I have a fic that I've been reading actually just today. Well, yeah, I mean, it would uh, have to be just today since, since we just yes. recorded a different episode. Uh, uh, medical. Medical. This is, this is an ancient AU fic because it was written in 2014. This was before thread marks <laughs> existed. Oh no! I am That's so how old this thing is. I, it, it got linked to me. It's it's one of those uh, bone saw alt powers. That's oh. pretty. That's pretty SV too. I think, isn't it? Or no, it's around the time SV started. I have no idea. But I was reading through medical. Uh, I think I'm on like chapter three or four. It's. <sighs> I feel so jaded when I say this. This is oh. like very fanon intense. This is like very like. What I've come to associate with rote worm fic. So, like, I, I, I'm still chugging along because I, I want to see it. It's like, back in the day, this probably was, like, brand new. Like, back in the day, this wasn't the mean of the mass of what we know as worm fanfiction. This is a niche thing on its own. And the fact that it was, like, about Bonesaw, or not about Bonesaw, but it's, like, it's with Bonesaw's power, it's very interesting. Oh, uh, I thought it was an alt power given to Bonesaw. Like, no. Like uh, that one where she gets, like, exalted powers or something. 
What? That would have been cool. One. Of course there's a fucking thing where Bonesaw gets exalted. <laughs> Everyone in this fandom gets exalted powers. Yeah, th- you get exalted and you get exalted. This is kind of a, a, a Seinfeld isn't funny situation. That's a TV tropes uh, thing where like... Yeah, yeah. It's since definitely it defined so many of the tropes and everyone like it was copied active. it... Or, like, it was active with all of these tropes. Yeah, everyone copied it, or, like, it's just become so mundane that it doesn't really, like, have have as much... I don't, I don't want to say as much value, because, it's like, it, it came up with it first, kind of, but, like... It doesn't have much impact. It, it's not as good to come back to. Yeah, it, it doesn't have much impact, and I, I guess, like, I'm I guess that kind of sucks. You can't see it, but I'm shrugging. <laughs> I guess that kind of sucks for it, but I, I think it's it's okay. You know, I've I've read more than two chapters, which, for those of you on Cauldron who don't know, uh, people on Cauldron, because I have this thing called the two-chapter guarantee, meaning you send me any link and tell me to read it, I'll give it at least two chapters to see if it can grab me and hold me and make me want to continue reading it. So most people take this as an opportunity to link me really really god awful things i didn't know that about you and i am going to start linking you really <laughs> oh, really no. god awful fix you never wait uh no tg did this whole thing with me where they kept on going through fanfiction.net giving me links to tell me to read two chapters no i remember that i remember that i didn't know that was like a generalized like all it's, like a, it's like a general thing it's like a general thing is this I only have. for worm fix or can i send you other trash oh, there's uh, I, I, way I, too much <laughs> trash out there i i, I, I i'd hold off <laughs> I, I know I, I know they someone sent me that fucking Star Trek Voyager self-insert thing that I actually read two chapters of last night. Oh, so no. usually it's not just Wormfig. But anyways, to bring it back to Wormfig. <laughs> Welcome <let's>, to Ambor. <laughs> <laughs> where we sometimes saw Worm fanfiction. Let's talk about our guest for today. Let's talk about you, Elf. Let's sure talk about you. <laughs> um you I actually don't know how long you've been acting in the fandom because I didn't check the dates on some posts because I don't know if you have like works that are not just on SB and SV where you're a mod, right? You're a mod on su- Sufficient Velocity. I am a mod on Sufficient Velocity, um, okay. but I've been active in this fandom probably since 2016. Um, mm-hmm. I came a little bit late, uh, actually kind of got, was writing other things. I write, I've been writing fan fiction since about 2004. Um, yeah, earlier than me. I came in at 2018. <laughs> 2017. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I got brought in by Constellations. Uh, oh, cool. So, yeah. It, so, so you just saw Constellations and then decided to just read what it was, what Worm was, or did you like? Well, I'd kind se- of. Get- I'd seen so much worm, like Worm on SBSV. I've seen seen plenty. Of, I was actually at the time getting kind of annoyed because it would crowd out everything else. <laughs> The plague, as they called it. <laughs> the plague of worm. But uh, uh, I saw a constellation, saw it was a cross with Okami, and there's not a lot of Okami fan fiction out there. And I read it. That that's that's a niche game. Yeah, I read it. <laughs> Sorry to say, Okami is very. Niche. Oh, it's a great game though. Read it, enjoyed it, and then proceeded to read. Proceeded to read all of Worm over the course of a week. Nice, good pace at work. That's yeah. That's about. That's also what I did. I, I got fired. <laughs> I got fired because of that. <laughs> I did not get fired. I got. I got written up for it, but I didn't get fired. Um, I mean, I I worked in like a fucking mom and pop sushi joint, so you know. It was, I wonder <laughs> what Wildbow's like negative economic impact has been. 
who have <laughs> lost their jobs due to worm. Uh, but finished it, and and I got some ideas. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like you have like a pretty big body of work. I, I I'm I'm looking at your um SB thread history, and mo- I know most of uh not most, but a good chunk of these aren't worm. You know, I'm seeing Mass Effect. I'm seeing. Dresden. I'm seeing a lot of Dresden, a lot of Dresden, yeah, uh, stuff like that. <laughs> and so that brings me to my first question for you. Actually, you are honestly what a lot of people would call the crossover guy. Like, you are a person who writes a lot of crossovers. There, there are crossovers with Marvel comics. There's crossovers with like Doctor Who, with Adam's Family. Adam's there's, Family. There's crossovers with fucking South Park of all things. So, talk talk to me about this. It's like, what is what draws you to write these kinds of crossovers? Well, a lot of it's just uh, well, I think this would be neat, and I I I, I like I like <laughs> the I March Simpson, <laughs> the March Simpson approach. I I. I, I when I when I think about writing a crossover, it's, it's I usually try, try to think it's is there something that uh, I'm missing, or is there is there something already out there that exists in this vein? And most of the time, when it comes to my crosses, that's not usually the case, or they're missing something. Um, but uh, what, what do you what do you think what do you think they're like missing? In that in that vein, sometimes it's good writing. <laughs> I'm honest. Yeah, okay, you no, know what? Just come out and say it. Just come out and say it. It's valid. I won't begrudge you that. But, uh, it's valid. But I mean, honestly, sometimes it's just uh, maybe nobody thought of it. Um, in the case of Dot Hat Capes, uh, ser- seriously, um, Dot Hacks and a series that's from early 2000s a good so long a good ago. chunk of our of uh, worms readership is, ranges from late millennials to uh, gen z um so long ago. and i remember dot hack no dot hack was beautiful but which is why i actually am basically for each arc i'm linking one of the songs from the dot hack sign soundtrack um nice but, I don't. I never. I never read or watched Signs, but I just, in general, I loved. I forget some of the series of Dot Hack I read, but like I loved all the ones I did read, just because the. I, I just liked so much about it. You know, the idea of it. It was the better Sword Art Online before Sword Art Online ever, you know, became a thing. It had better storytelling and a better character design. All that jazz. The only thing it doesn't have better is music, Hack. and that's because they had the same composer. Oh. Wait, seriously? The same composer also composed SAO? Yep. Damn, they wasted that fucking talent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do not like sword art. But anyways. Welcome uh, to Embor, where we sometimes talk about worm fan This fiction. is Embor's primo weep shit hour. Uh, please primo. tune in every Wednesday. Speaking of weep shit, I've got, I've got digital, digital Helix, which is a Digimon crossover. Digimon, I don't know if digital Digimon monster. is weeb shit. I don't know. Digimon I, is hella weeb shit. It's, is it? <laughs> it's hella weeb shit. But it's like, I, I wouldn't call Transformers weeb shit, because it's like, I don't know. I'm. There's a, it's, Transformers was there. never Japanese. 
Yeah, Transformers was Transformers wait, wait. was never Japanese. That was, was Digimon. That's ja- Japanese. Yes. I actually didn't know. This. Yeah, yeah, Digimon I is Japanese. Was, I Trans- thought it was American bootleg Pokemon. For no, 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 no. Transformers <laughs> is purely Hasbro. Digimon is uh, sadly though not as good Pokemon. Oh, I feel there are people I hunting would... <laughs> me down. <laughs> there are people hunting me down now. Now that I've said video that, game wise, I'll agree with you. Anime wise, the Digimon anime is better than the Pokemon anime. Digimon movie is also really good, but anyway, I've watched like three episodes uh, <laughs> of Pokemon. Uh, that and reminds was... me. Oh, of Pokemon. That re- I was gonna say that reminds me. Let me uh, I sh- remind me to send you like I don't know a pirate link to like the first Digimon movie. It's it's fucking great. Moving on from all that time. <laughs> Hello, uh, FBI. Actually, talk talk to us uh about dot hat capes you know describe that fic to, about, about both dot hat capes and also digital helix so dot hat capes um what is what is your what would be your elevator pitch well the elevator i guess the elevator pitch for dot hat capes would be uh taylor uh post gold morning taylor wakes up from a coma wherein she finds out that apparently everything she lived was just a video game hmm she, nice. uh, of course, uh, her real name here is apparently Taylor Herbert, not Hebert, and that's actually intentional. Um, and most of uh, her fr- the friends in the game were played by people she knows in this real world. Okay, in case, in case people are curious about why there's like a lack of response, it's because Edge is shit posting <laughs> in the text chat. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just googled. I just think they're neat, and I've been like finding all these fucking memes. If, if you're oh, curious yeah. as to why we don't have a, a, an audio audio response, it's because of that. I'm so sorry. That's alright. Um. Uh, anyway, Dot Hat Capes is great <laughs> because uh, I, I'm a big fan of a fix where uh, a character. I don't want to. I, I, describing it is weird, but it's like they they are in one place, and then they return to another place, way stronger and wiser and more knowledgeable about the state of the world. I'm pretty sure that's like an actual like trope because I do like that too. I I, I think it's a f- fun little trope to see. And it's 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 interesting because especially this Taylor, um, it, it's kind Has of a twist on that trope because a she's been through some shit. But, like, the place she's returning to, she does not remember fully. She kind of grasps it because it's got similarities to where she was. Like, there is the Sarah, and there's the Emma, and there's the, you know. But but it's it's different because it's different. I'm very yeah. good at and, and, hosting and, podcasts. And something <laughs> that I think was really cool was the way you played around with how not not everyone was just playing one identity at a time. Some people were playing several identities. I think most of I think you brought up Sarah a bunch of times. Plays like several different identities that were relevant throughout Worm Camp. Oh no, Sarah only Sarah yeah. only played Tattletale. It was Emma Emma oh, played um, Shadowstalker and Regent. Oh okay. Oh that that makes that interesting. Whack. <laughs> then um, the guy who played Long also played Welp. Okay. Metal man. The metal man. 
Ah, uh, bless I you, I have weld. this bad habit. Wherever I, whenever I see Weld, I think of Captain Disillusion. You know the YouTuber who, like... Yes! Holy shit! Yes! <laughs> I like, love and, it! like, every single time... I haven't read Ward, because like, I heard he's, like, more prominent in there. But every single line of his in Worm, whenever I read it, I heard it in his accent, like Captain D's. Hi, it everyone. Is, Captain is... Disillusion here. Greetings, children. Have you ever thought about YouTube videos? I have. <laughs> Remember, I... love with your heart. Use your brain for everything else. <laughs> Captain Disillusion. Great. Now, that's good. Look, like, I always get... see Weld in a yellow jacket because of can Captain we... Disillusion. I I don't have that. I, I usually see Weld as um, Colossus from X-Men. Mm. Mm. And now I'm going to picture, him with, I'm gonna nice. picture him with a Russian accent because of Deadpool. Um <laughs> Either way, we've agreed he's got an accent. <laughs> Bostonians don't have accents. You're fucking uh, dead, kid. You're fucking. I'm gonna put my car in habit pack. <laughs> Let's um, go to the fucking Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, so. Okay. Uh, Digital Helix. Is Digital Helix. A- Thank you. That was the next one I want to ask you about. So, this is not similar to .hack slash capes at all. No. <laughs> it's it's also another crossover. Uh, so actually, you should be able to give me this pitch. Yes, this yes. Uh, <laughs> so Digital Helix is a it's a crossover with Digimon Adventure ish, uh, which is the fir- first couple Digimon. seasons of Digimon and uh, Digimon Try, which are the recent movies. Um, it's kind of an alternate version of that, uh, where Taylor, along with four wards and Dragon get dragged into the digital world and partnered with Digimon. Uh, so, Yeah, that's four wards as in four individual people belonging to the superhero subgroup of the wards, not the word forward. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. As in uh, Kidwin, Vista, Flechette, and Tecton, specifically. Oh, t- mm. that just... Hmm. I should actually read that fic because Tecton's in it. Tecton's in it. He hasn't had as much God, of a focus other... recently, but I, I, I'm going to give him a focus. Yeah. Tecton's in like one other fic, and it's Hope Comes to Brockton Bay by Oh, Axe. It's, it's Axe. Uh, see, here's the thing about Tecton in that fic. I, I just liked that that character was given <laughs> character. I, I like I like so many of the minor characters in Worm. I feel like so many of them really didn't get like their chance to shine. Case in point, literally, I am the biggest fucking Raymancer stan in this entire fandom. Yeah, Raymancer, the guy who shows up for like two scenes and then gets cancer, and I am <laughs> fascinated by him. It's like, I want to know so much about, like, how he ran the Chicago Wars. What was he like as a person? Is his civilian name Raymond? Because I <laughs> want it to be so fucking badly. It's, so I, I'm glad, like, you're, you're writing not only just crossover, crossover fan fiction with not, not like, not well-known properties, just properties people wouldn't really think of to do something with. Yeah, they're not, you know? they're not like, the the Pokemon and, like, the Harry Potters. It's, 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 it's a yeah. little more obscure. It's not what I call, what I call the fan fiction singularity, Favorites. where everything always goes back to either Harry Potter, Naruto, or yeah, My Little Pony. <laughs> everything. All fan fiction. All fan fiction leads to those three. 
So it, it's okay, it's is, refreshing. This is a super weird tangent, but like, oh, MCU fanfic <laughs> is so weird. It's so weird, dog. I, it's like it's I, like so weird. <laughs> I can't even. I, I can't do MCU fanfic I can't because get into it. <laughs> I feel like whenever people write MCU fanfic and they write about Iron Man, they're not writing about Iron Man. They're, they're writing, writing about, about Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, so it's it, skeevy. I, it reads like RPF because it is RPF. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I've just <laughs> I've just ruined everyone's lunch. <laughs> uh, but you know, just just to bring that back and finish out my first question on that is just. You know, I'm really happy that someone like you exists. That because you're, you, it's not just having these ideas; you actually put them to paper, and it's mm-hmm. not like a small amount of paper. It's like everything I'm seeing on Space Battles. Everything it's like thirty-three thousand words, twenty-five thousand words, forty-eight thousand words. It's it's like a nice chunk of writing you do for all these ideas, and I think that's like really cool. You put out so much. Yeah, even like the smaller things that you would expect, like that that crossover between. Worm and your SI fanfic for Dresden is like super fucking long and I love it. Yeah, that's uh High Hope. Right? High Hope. No. Witch and Cauldron. Witch and Cauldron. That's yeah, Witch is Cauldron. That's the other one. That's the one where it involves your um Yes. Dresden SI. Which that brings me to my next big question I want to ask you, specifically on the topic of self inserts. Uh-huh. We, we've had this talk with a couple other guests. We had this talk with the one who was. We had this talk with... I think we had this talk with Top Hat last night, I want to say. I don't think that was on <laughs> recorded. Oh, rip. Uh, <laughs> anyways, we had this talk, and I know me and you personally, we've had a couple of text exchanges across servers about you know differences between self-inserts and original characters and just stuff in general like that. So to start off with, let's talk about probably your newest uh, self-insert fic, which yes. is Seer. And yes. Seer is really interesting because I I was one of the few people that immediately jumped on this idea when you asked for idea bouncing because I fucking, I loved it. It sounded amazing to me. So explain this idea to Well, us. the idea started out is um, if you're going to write an SI fic, uh, why not have the SI be somebody reincarnated and have the SI be, be reincarnated as the twin of somebody in this particular case, the twin happens to be the twin of uh, Lisa's older sister, older brother, uh, Rex, or Reggie, uh, Reggie Lazzi, mm-hmm. yeah. which I decided, well, with the idea bouncing, to have their parents be very, not very creative. And uh, so they named their, their twin daughter Regina. Regina George. <laughs> Except not. Because <laughs> this is not a no, Mean no. Girls crossover. This is just... Yeah, it's just a self-insert. There's no crossover element for this one. Um, I figure self-inserts don't really need a crossover. But, uh, mm-hmm. although I've seen plenty that do. So, so <laughs> one of one of my uh, questions for you, actually, was... Um, uh, what is the appeal to you, personally, between writing a self-insert... And an original character, because I think one of the big things we've talked about, or not like not like on air, but it's one of the big things you've talked to me about about self inserts and original characters. So the biggest difference is that they yes. have meta knowledge. I mean, uh... and so it's like is the attraction to writing self inserts because of the meta knowledge, or is it because um, of something else? it's because 
that uh, just the idea of, uh, I mean, you could actually say that an original character could be technically a quote-unquote self-insert as long as you're putting yourself into the character, but the meta-knowledge itself is really what makes the self-insert, and the meta-knowledge lets you shape how they're going to react a bit to uh, the mm-hmm. situations you put them in. Um, yeah, because because I feel like any character anyone writes, you're you're putting you put a little part bit of, of yourself. Yeah, you 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 everything is based on exactly. your personal experience. I mean, there's I mean, and then you go you can go as far as author avatars, which uh, Hermione Granger was that for J.K. Rowling. Um, Whoa, straight fire! <laughs> All right, it's easy. Easy reference I, I, for me. Yeah. Bro, I don't... I don't fucking know. <laughs> People used Look, to say I, that Dragon is uh, Wild Bo's SI. Really? I've heard Jack Slash. That's what I've heard. Really? I don't, know if, that's a, heard I don't that. know if that's a meme or something, but everyone's like, yeah, you know, Jack Slash is obviously the well, Wild Bo self if, if, Jack, like, if you consider that Jack Slash is the one that causes the most suffering... Um... <laughs> <laughs> but more so... Arguably, it's the Seymour. <laughs> Suddenly, Seymour. Well, I mean, basically, the the idea there That's is, um, if you're going to write an SI, you want your character to be mm. a character first, yourself second. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That's. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that's I, that's something. I, that's something I think we touched on a bunch with the one who was and uh, other discussions of it. I, which is which is like why I also bring up like I don't think I can write a self insert simply because I don't like putting that much of myself out anywhere. Mm. Yeah, I, I I personally can relate. I had a lot of trouble writing uh, the first couple chapters. No, after the first couple chapters of um, my SI. Uh, I prefer chocolate. I kind of ran into a roadblock because the character wasn't going anywhere, and I realized I wasn't really relating it to myself. I was just kind mm. of just like, "What if I have a blank slatey character and I just do this?" And then I was like, "This isn't a real <laughs> human being at all." So I, I like basically scrapped the entire plan that I had for the fic and then like started over, really analyzing what made that situation interesting. Uh, TM Thesaurus actually helped me a lot um, in DMs, um, but yeah, after that I was able to write uh, a lot more, and that was my nano project for twenty seventeen. Nice. If you want to say, uh, I was gonna say something else. Oh yeah, well we don't really talk about the, about this show. We don't really talk about like those blatant power fantasy. Essays. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone we've interviewed has written one, because you're all good people who have, like, more <laughs> Oh, <stars>. my God! <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus! Well, now, now that we've, you know, got most of the fandom to hate us... Banned from SB, um... <laughs> let's uh, keep, keep on going with this line of question, because I, I do want to discuss this. It's, it's an interesting yeah. to discuss, in my opinion. Like, like, there are some OCSIs where the part you're putting into the character is not who you are. It's not who you are as a person. It's very, very blatantly who you wish you could be without any of the analysis of, like, why are you not like that? Why is it an issue that you are not like that? Looking at all of those, like, sociopathic SIs. Uh, yeah. can, can, can I just... Okay, you know what? You know what you know, let's, let's just go whole hog on this. I'm, I'm going to make a fucking call-out post right <laughs> the fuck now. On your Twitter.com? <laughs> on my Twitter.com, right the fuck now. 
people listening, um, if you ever think of writing a self-insert, choose your own adventure fix. Specifically, if you're choosing from that big spreadsheet that people have made, it's a great <sighs> spread. Oh, it's a great spreadsheet. I love it. It's interesting to think about. But please, <laughs> I I beg of you with on my knees with tears in my eyes, never ever tell me that you chose the fucking Invictus perk <laughs> ever again. Or better still, because don't tell it's don't the one tell where they anyone don't... that you actually used it. Yes, like never bring up that you have these name skills you got from a fucking scratch ticket. Like <laughs> it's it, because, like, on, on a narrative level, it immediately pulls someone out of your story. On a narrative level, because this is now a meta level of narrative. Yeah, I, I kind of made fun of that in uh, I Prefer Chocolate a little bit, which is like, I didn't fill out any shady email or weird form, like, before waking up <laughs> I here. I didn't do any of this. I didn't yeah. do any of that. <laughs> you have no idea. There was this fic, oh, Unquestionable God. Questioning. Which oh, was no. literally 50,000 fucking words of Taylor filling out a fucking <laughs> spreadsheet. I don't want to name it because I don't want to give it clicks. It was so boring. It was I so boring. Like 300, 400 replies per, ch- per thing. <laughs> oh my god. It was uh, so popular too. Because it had a great fucking title and I'm not going to mention it. That's uh, for the after show because it's questionable so, oh, casting yeah. and I don't want to. <laughs> So, Elf, so speaking on that, speaking of that, it's I, I think another good question would be, what what kind of tips basically would would you say is essential for someone that's looking to write self insert fan fiction or looking to write a choose your own adventure uh, fan fiction? Speaking as someone who's written a lot of it, and it's you know not what we just described. Beat the shit yeah. out of your SI. I mean, mm. don't be literally, literally, uh, be a sadist towards your SI. Your SI is not you. Your SI is a character. There needs to be that separation. The criticism of your SI is not a criticism of you. It's a criticism of your character. You cannot, just cannot identify too much with your SI. Otherwise, well, you get shit like these power fantasies. Um, And you don't get good stories. You get good stories from giving your character obstacles to overcome. You get good stories from your character, giving your character uh, setbacks. Uh, I mean, to talk about what, like my first SI <laughs> fic, uh, Building Faith. Well, yeah. Great fic, by the way. I, really I have, of it over the I summer. have, <laughs> um, get pissy, get, um, I had gets in a fight with Harry Dresden over something really stupid, and actually like breaks it off or breaks off from the training because of it, because she's a teenager and teenagers do stupid mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> but um, in, and in, in Seer, uh well, the latest chapter, <laughs> I'm not sure. I need to catch up. I need to catch up on Seer. I felt be- I'm so behind on everything I need to fucking read. It's it's bad. It's so bad. Because I, I think I think I've described this problem multiple times now. I don't know if you have this problem, but I'm definitely hitting this problem every time I start reading something. I get like a couple paragraph paragraphs in, and something in my brain just goes, "You could be writing right now." 
Oh, I get that with playing video games. I get that playing any video game. I I literally can't sit down and play games. Unless they're Breath of the Wild for some reason. Because I played like 70 fucking hours of that since I got it. It, it, It's pretty easy for me to do video games and forget about that. Because I usually either, you know, take some weed or I take a shot Mm. before I launch a video game. (laughs) So I I just coast for like two hours. And and because I, I do this, I have this like strict thing with my life where... After the hours of 7.30 p.m., I will not answer any calls pertaining to business. Mm. I, I just, I don't do it. I put my phone down if, like, a business partner calls me, if an investor calls me, if my contractor calls me, any of them, my lawyer, whatever. I will send them a text saying, if unless this is literally, like, life-threatening, call me tomorrow. And it's just, I need to have that separation for myself. And, like, that's, that's how I draw the line. So... It, it, that's what helps me, you know. That's manage a good to roll stance, you know. What? It is. I respect yeah, because it for be, it. because I, I watch I watch people like my mom and like just people I know in my life who don't have that separation, and it's just it's just every moment of the day, no matter what time it is, if someone has a question for them, they take the call, and it's just it's very disruptive in my opinion. But that's yeah. that's a whole tangent we just went on. About yeah, why 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 you have uh, life been reading things? Life <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the latest chapter of Seer, which ended up holy crap, it ended up being four thousand words. When I my average word count for chapter is about maybe twenty five hundred, um, mm-hmm. it went a direction that I did not originally intend on going. But um, the uh, there was there were definitely setbacks, and Regina's power kind of does hurt. And well, she seems to have brought along a new friend with her default lines crew named Mimi. Hmm. Which is fun. For those of us who haven't read Worm at home, uh, Mimi is Burnscar, a member of the Slaughterhouse. <laughs> you don't need to do that. Thanos tells everyone to get lost, okay? Our good friend, actually Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin and a team, a, a team of... Uh... Yes, yes. Voice editors, I guess. Sound, Expert sound voice people. editors over yep. at Marvel Studios, which we yep. totally license. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else we want to talk about in terms of self-inserts or seer? Because I have I have just a couple more questions with uh, regarding um, other fix. Anything? No? Okay. Um, I mean, I... I have this chapter Go. of uh, what's it called uh, through the looking glass. Originally, I envisioned it as a parody of the CYOA, um, and I finally wrote the original version of that story, which has like an abusive CYOA version, like three, like shit, shitty emperor of God or whatever, <laughs> with like mercy from Overwatch falling behind <laughs> him. Like, like I, I wrote this. I wrote this Zeus. because the whole the whole point of the story was that I needed a, a way to like have it so that Taylor could like travel to other fanfic universes. And I'm like, what is that side of the context of Worm, the the CYA form? But I didn't want her to like fill it out, so I decided to subvert expectations by having her like drink a potion from the form's, like, support section that the guy just fucking lost. And he's like, he's like, Mercy from Overwatch, what the fuck? Why is this happening to me? And he's, <laughs> she's like, I don't know, I don't know. Why, why am I even here? I don't, I don't understand this. I hate you. <laughs> um, one day that will be released. 
the inner the inner machinations of your mind are enigma, <laughs> and I love it. Oh God, <laughs> that's so, my real legacy. Moving on, I want to talk about the first fic that actually exposed me to you, Elf. That phrasing, <laughs> fuck me. Uh, also phrasing, Jesus Christ. The first fic of yours that I read was Gold and Relative Dimensions, which Guard. is another crossover, specifically crossing over with Doctor Who. So, Elf, take it away. What What is that fic All about? Right, Give so us your quick So, on Earth Resh... Uh, Taylor is going to college, and she goes. She gets to go to a uh, foreign exchange school that's in Cardiff, Wales. She never makes it to Cardiff, Wales. She's out. Gets to the train station and notices a man in a suit with uh, that's really skinny, running along, and uh, she decides to follow him because she thought she's feeling some weird things uh, with her power suddenly active again. And it turns out there's Cybermen in the train station, and well, it's the do- it's the doctor. She's <laughs> hands are th- going up, <laughs> and uh, well, yes, delete, delete. So she, uh, she, and she's linking up with their uh, Cybermats uh, with her power. Um, yeah, the, the little make more cyber- Cybermen. Like and there's a TARDIS, and yeah. basically, she's the new companion. She's the new companion for the, uh, the doctor who is, has recently come back from uh, Mars. Um, the Doctor, comma, who? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Worst fucking yes. one. I mean, okay, th- the show itself does that joke, like, at least twice a season. I, I, don't, I haven't watched Capaldi at all. I watched a couple episodes of Capaldi, but then I haven't watched Beyond Check out Jody. Jody's good. fell off of um, Doctor Who, but... I, I want to talk about guard um, because a couple things is number one is I felt like when I was reading through the first arc, you really captured a how do I say it? like a continual episodic way hmm. of narration and writing. Like like I feel like I feel I genuinely feel like every chapter to an extent is like maybe part one of yeah. an episode. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how there used to be, like, those longer longer running arcs in Doctor Who? And I, I really feel like some of your chapters really capture that essence. And I just wanted to ask, it's like, was there anything specific you were doing with the way you wrote Guard? Or did you really just tackle it the same way I was you more, tackled it? More or less picks? the same way I tackle my other fixes. I try to – what I try to do is when I do a crossover is I try to figure out a happy medium between the tones of both series that I'm handling. Um, hmm. That's, it that's is. hard to do for some crossovers. I've been trying to do that with Star yeah. Wars for so fucking long. I just can't do it. I, I honestly I, think it's easier to cross over with Lego Star Wars than actually Star Wars. I genuinely believe joke. it's so hard to cross word with Star Wars. I just... What, giving Taylor Thrawn powers isn't good enough for you? I read so much of that thing. <laughs> yeah, so much. <laughs> but no, it was not good for me. So you, what you do is you cross over with Mandalorian and you bring in Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda just Emma shoot Baby Yoda. Yoda. Emma triggers this Baby Yoda. <laughs> oh god, we just we so. just given somebody ideas. <laughs> so, someone has here idea. in the fog. The actual best fucking oh. listener. Best we love you. Best Empor fans here in the fog. Uh, even though we we did say this on Top's episode, we still love you. This is the day after we recorded that episode. Just in case you didn't know. 
It's fresh it's in our pretty... minds. Fresh on our minds. Uh, Wait, was Sierra the Fog the person who wrote the Fiddler on the Roof story based on that one-off joke we made? <laughs> I have no idea. Did you Possible. not see that? I, I, I saw that, but like I have no idea if that was them or not. Oh my god, let me see if I can find it. Alright, like, while you're looking for that. While I'm looking uh, for that, <laughs> talk about values. Adam's family, I think. <laughs> oh, shit, you're right. Hebert family values this is another <laughs> thing you wrote. And of course, it's it's... I want to say another, like, at a left field cross, and I say this as someone who's written a worm cross with Heather's The Fucking Musical. This one... It I was Seer the Fog! I called it. I called ah, it. Ah, that's awesome. What a fucking G. We love what? you. <laughs> Great, dude. Okay. Adam's Family. Uh, as someone whose only exposure to Adam's Family is memes and the musical... All right. Well, this, this, this fic is... Has Taylor's mom actually alive? But... She, Ooh. That was the biggest draw to me, for me, to keep her family. But, uh, I, just want, I just want to put that out there. She, the I reason she hasn't been around is she's been with her original family, which happens to be the Adams, and she didn't really remember Taylor and Danny up until about a week before the fic begins. Um, it's something to do with getting hit and getting hit in the head for an Adams Wait, actually, can cause things happening. Um, oh, uh. <laughs> So she's what she <laughs> Annette is the little sister of Fester and Gomez Adams in this fic, and mm-hmm. Taylor is uh, well, she's a Hebert, but she's also an Adams. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. The story. The story, oh, yeah, I mean, the story out, is like, intended to be creepy, kooky, <laughs> mysterious, and spooky, after all, but. Uh, the goal, basically, it was just, what if Annette was alive? What if, okay, why? how she would she have survived? Oh, well, maybe she's an Adams. Okay, how would that affect things? <laughs> it just it just went straight from Kinda. she's alive to she's and an Adams? I, I, think, I think the day I wrote it, I had a cold or something. I started it, I had a cold or something. <laughs> I mean, okay, I, I'm going to, you'll hear it. Bodily injury is the best way to write <laughs> I mean, it. I, I, I was. I, I actually. I, I, shit I, no, you, I actually had a bit of. A I shit you the fuck not. It, so I was like a little bit delirious and just went with it. And I actually have uh, a guest interlude for the current arc that isn't released because I haven't quite gotten to finishing the current arc yet. <laughs> um, but there's a, there's actually something else I want I want to talk to you about uh, real quick now that you've brought it up and you've reminded me actually. You've mentioned many times that uh, you write arc by arc almost. It, I, I know you're doing it with Golden Relic Dimensions. I know you're doing it with, I think, a couple of other fakes. And, and you – so, like, what is the decision to do – to go arc by arc instead of just, you know, chapter by chapter, which is what most of well, us uh, – Well, the, I, the idea is, is um, I want to actually have a cohesive plot. And in order to <laughs> – I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like us fucking monkeys on type But I mean, uh, well, High Hope's High Hope's a little bit different. Uh, High Hope's kind of written with a <laughs> book mentality in mind. But um, when I go arc by arc, I go I arc by arc or episode by episode with guard or whatever. It's yeah, what do I? What plot points do I want to have hit, and how does that help the overall story? Um, most of my fix, mm-hmm. I actually do have an overall story in mind. Uh, Hebert family values. Unfortunately, it's not really one of them, but uh, but I, I know you brought that up before. Yeah, how this is mostly a um, thing. But you look at 
I mean, that was that was out until Scion yet. <laughs> What's Scion gonna do in this thing? <laughs> Fuck! I see. See, Scion will date cousin It. Um. Uh, <laughs> look, look, just just get the. I don't. Care. No, I really don't. I don't I, care I, about only, there's only two fics where I care about Scion. I'll tell you. And one of those is, is my Digimon fic, and that's not because he's the final boss, because he isn't. No, 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 is no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to spoil who the final boss is, and, but it, the final boss is someone in the digital world. Yes. I just thought of something so fucking stupid where it's just like Kevin Norton digivolves into Scion. No, no, no. See, it's, it's, it's Scion Mon. No, no, no. Actually, you know what? If we're going to be proper, Scion it's Zion Mon. It's... Actually, Zion, you know, Zion Mon actually Mon? sounds like it could be Would a digital. <laughs> yeah, it actually sounds like a fucking. <laughs> we did it, Reddit. We did it. This coming at you hot off the presses. Kevin Norton mod digivolves into Zyomon. But right, uh, I mean, this, this is the plot. there actually is a is an end game plot for that for Guard for High Hope for uh, Seer somewhat uh, for for. Uh, Shoot, what else am I doing? Dot Hat Capes is something actually now has a plot. It didn't when I started. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. Mood. Oh shit. Mood. Which is weird because that was the one I was most looking forward to having like crazy story well, shenanigans. There, there was, a, there, was there was there was no story. like story, Take but the, the actual like full ending and everything, I didn't have it in mind. There's yeah, the the whole yeah, the whole plot yeah. thing. Now, there, now it is filled but, out. Um, it actually took yeah. me writing Sarah's interlude for me to actually get it. <laughs> you know, you know, like now that I'm thinking about it, like that could, that should be like an actual way I could plan fix. If I it's like you guys know like the standard like storytelling uh like diagram where it's like a straight line and then it goes up and then down and halfway. Then down. Yeah, and then resolves. That would like just doing that in real life I think would be a fantastic way to actually oh, plot yeah. thing, like plot your fic. Which I probably sound like a fucking crazy person because anyone who genuinely writes for a living would be like, yeah, no shit, you fucking moron. <laughs> but that, now I'd just be going like, holy shit, I could use this for fan fiction. I mean, if, if you get something nice with that, uh, you get things uh, where you can get uh, an actual story coming out. Uh, it's how I actually managed to get uh, Building Faith complete. Uh, yeah, I... Speaking of like actually planning, I recently finished planning the rest of Iron Space. Fun fact: that thing wasn't that thing wasn't completely planned when I first started it. Because to go back to the story earlier, uh, I started writing. I need or not started, but I decided to actually turn I need some space into a full fledged thing because that week at work I hurt my back and I literally could not fucking move. I was oh. fucking bedridden Oof. the entire day. But yeah, now, you know, that thing is, I have, I have a, cause when I first started, I was like, I know how this is going to begin. And I know, I know the last chapter. Like I had a fucking pristine image of the final chapter in mind. And then I was like, now I need to fill in everything in between. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, for in terms of news, I have that fully done. Uh, the next chapter is like has like 400 words, so screw you, guy on the subreddit this morning who said, you're not holding out hope for a fucking update from me. I'll show you. I'll show all of you. 
<laughs> I mean, you're gonna show him like in three months from. Oh hell yeah! I'm gonna, that. <laughs> I'm gonna show you in like I don't know a week or two, a month or two. Who the fuck knows? No, see, see no, what you do is what you do is you post it <laughs> that this episode publishes. <laughs> I, I call him out like the I call them out the day this episode goes live in like four months from now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Because I, I thought I was I was thinking about potions and parahumans because you mentioned it earlier and I was just like, Do I have a plot for that? And I was and I'm like I'm like trying to think of like I have like the first arc of like where she is and where Harry is because he's gonna be in it a little bit at the end. But I have no real end game. And then I typed the three fateful words into the chat just now. Voldemort joins Cauldron. And that's all I have. I don't know if that's going to be a thing. I don't know if I'm going to actually expand on that. Now, here's Let's the thing. A... That could be a spoiler. That could not be. It doesn't matter because Potions and Parahumans is never going to fucking update in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to be dead in the ground before Edge gets another chapter. That's a I... challenge, Edge. <laughs> I'm going to have to kill you first. Is that what you're telling <laughs> I'm going to. No, no, no. It's fine. I'll find my own ditch. It's okay. God. Um, speaking of ditch, let's talk about recommending fanfiction, uh, from you and your friends. What <laughs> do you have to wreck in the Embor Rec Corner? Which is not really a, a, a branding thing. It's not really a branding I thing. Say it as if it is. Have it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, it's always the usual suspects. It's like, read, let me your ears, <laughs> read my shit, uh, read our, our guest works. Yep. Uh, check out the spreadsheet. I work really hard on that. Check out the spreadsheet. The rest. It's. I mean, you set it up, but I'm literally just filling it out like a fucking office worker. And it's. <laughs> I'm used to that shit. So. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. It's like. Oh, ah, that's right. I ha- <laughs> I had a note. Like, so. Um, in case people don't know, when I whenever I, whenever we interview someone on this podcast, I handwrite a page of notes usually about questions I want to ask them and about their fix and everything. And all my notes, I for some reason during the show, I repeatedly underline self insert and cyoa. I remember why now. Why <laughs> I do have another rec, and I actually wanted to touch on this fic a little bit because, in my opinion, it's one of the very. It's um, I think I told you about this. It is my biggest worm fic guilty pleasure. And people who know me know that I talk about this fic a lot, and it's it's really short and really dead, which is a shame. It's the one I of the, no, no, it's okay. one of the only fics. I said really short, not. <laughs> it's one of the very few fics that can like talk to me about your CYOA choices, and I don't get bored of it. I don't. I didn't get bored of it because the fic completely disregarded all of it after it actually started. And this fic is called "For the Completion Bonus." And I don't even need to search this because it's in my fucking bookmarks. Uh, oh. So this is a fic that I want to recommend to people. If you really don't want... If you don't want to, don't read the prologue. It's literally Taylor choosing a bunch of CYOA options and then she isekais as her own younger sister. Oh, oh I yeah, I remember one. that one. I remember that one. I yeah, it's excellent. It's, I love this one. It's by Stay. Nemesis Proxy. It's... I, I love this thing because here... Um, this episode's gonna come after top, so I can say this like easily. So, for people who listened to the last episode, you know that I say this a lot. I love fix about family. I love stories about family. Family's a big theme for me. I love exploring it. I love writing about. It. I love reading about it. And 
this is one of those fics that does the Taylor is her own younger sister relationship very well. Ah, uh, yes, the classic trope of the person who travels back in time is their own younger sibling. <laughs> so this this is my biggest wreck of this episode for the completion bonus. I'll second Read it. it. You know it's fantastic. It. Nemesis Proxy, if you're out there, dude, it's great. Uh, could you do more? <laughs> yeah, yeah, write more. Um, I, Elf, you go first. How about Gold Morning by The One Who Was? Yep. That's actually, I mean, it's, it's probably by the time you actually uh, post this episode, it will be complete. Um, and it was, it's very excellently written. Uh, admittedly, the chapters are a little short for me, but uh, they'll, uh, they do get longer. Uh, and uh, it's really, really good. I, I've read the whole thing to completion. It's and great. it's, uh, it's hard to talk about because it's like, it's a very tight yeah, narrative. It's a very tight narrative, and I, I, I don't want to spoil it, but it's it's a it's so, very very read good. It. <laughs> uh, I feel like we've yes. mentioned it in every episode from the one of the was. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say, Ash. I know what you're gonna say next. I know. What no, you're... you don't. Because instead, I'm gonna say, "Hey, please listen to Embor on oh. all of our official links. We are on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Spreaker, Castbox, and Blueberry. We also have a YouTube playlist where we upload every single time this episode comes out, and a Twitter account. Follow us at Embor Pod for more updates. I... Fuck you." Fuck you, Mank. I'm not going to recommend Life Bends oh, Down. No. Oh, because... no, no, no. That wasn't the joke I was going to make because, oh, you didn't see. Oh. Uh, it starts with one just updated. <laughs> like, just now. That's why. What? It just updated. Whoa, 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 what? <laughs> Hold the fucking phone. I was like, oh, the no. The end of part two. Check in next year for part three. <laughs> Check in next year. Next year is like. Oh, my God. Next year is I'm tomorrow. so excited. Next, so next year is tomorrow. Next yeah. year is tomorrow. 25 Happy hours year, from now. Guys. Happy New <laughs> Year. I mean, it's already 2020 if you follow the uh, banking time. Uh, IST or whatever it's called. Uh, Damn bankers. <laughs> <laughs> They're living in the future um, while the rest of us live in the past. Uh, Elf, what have you... Wait, did we already do Elf? We, we yes. did Gold Morning. That was it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of more. <laughs> If you would like a cohesive list of all the things we've discussed in this episode, please go to bit.ly slash featured fix, capital F, capital F. It's also going to be in the description down below or on your podcast app. Uh, I sound like a professional because this episode is sponsored by Audible. Audible has over 15,000 eighty books. Uh, all of them are worm fan fictions personally narrated by me. Um, I, I read them, and I, if you don't want to listen to them, I come to your house and I read them to you uh, you in a great big armchair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's, there's, there's going to be a glass of apple juice. It's not, it's, it's going to made to look like liquor, but it's not. It's just apple juice. Cause Edge uh, can't drink. I'm actually allergic to apples. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you, Thank you very much for listening. That's been us. Awesome.